Blog Talk Radio. Join us for the Wellness Journey Live with Linus Woods Mullins. Our program will show you the fun and simplicity of wellness for women over 40 and all the people who love them. You can achieve total wellness through holistic practices, nutrition, fitness, and spiritual renewal. Join us weekly as we talk to the experts in the field of total wellness for your mind, body, and spirit. Here's Linus. This is Linus from Praise Works and Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond e-magazine. I'm so excited, as usual, to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the experts in the field of mind, body, spirit, wellness. And I want to put a bit of emphasis on the mind because we spend so much time in our heads, you know, thinking about everything, and many times what we think about doesn't really add value to our day when you really think about it. I don't know about you, but I get into this negative self-talk sometimes, you know, uh, why is this happening? I should have done this. I could have done that. You know, that's really not value-added thinking. And what a gift it would be to be able to find ways to turn that around, or better yet, to be able to find ways to uh, the words that normally will throw us into panic change those words uh, in such a way where they have different and new meaning or maybe even more value-added meaning. And basically that is what Mary Fran uh, uh, Temple's book is about. I'm so glad she's with us today. She has written a really funny book. But not only funny, it's useful. It's The Woman's Book of Dirty Words, How to Reset Expectations and Live a Fuller Life. That's my part. That's the name of the book is The Woman's book of dirty words and then I add it for the show today how do we set our expectations and to live a fuller life because we really do live our lives based upon expectations expectations of others expectations of ourselves and many times those expectations set us up and we really want to maybe give ourselves a break and find a way to live a life um, embracing those things that normally would cause us problems or cause us concerns or freak us out and that's what her book is about because she talks about all those words that we say that sometimes represent basically stress or cause of stress, or cause of some kind of discomfort, and how to take those words and flip the script and turn them around to something that is a lot more positive. I love her approach to life, Mary Frampton Temple. She uh, has written a couple of books that really show women how to take the high road, how to find the humor in life, and how to learn to love our present, where we are right now, in uh, this moment in time, and I'm so glad to welcome Mary Frampa Temple to uh, the Wellness Journey Live. She's a, an award-winning author, speaker, humorist, and she shares with all of us in her humorous and witty way how to redefine life uh, so that we can find uh, joy even in some things that might normally make us cringe. Mary Fran, thanks so much for being on the Wellness Journey Live today. Oh, Linus, it's a pleasure as always. You know, I love your book, and um, I was, you know, really blessed to be able to get an advance of a, a, a portion of your book, and I just thought it was just so funny and such a great idea and so different. Of course, people are going to take the title and say, ah, the woman's book of dirty words. Oh, phew, let me read that. This is great <laughs> because it gets them to pick up the book. But That's exactly it, what, yep. Right. <laughs> explain to us what you mean by that title and, and why you decided to write this book. 
Well, you know, it just struck me, um, as it strikes many women, but it's like on a subconscious level, that a lot of the words that um, that are common in our language mean one thing to one part of the population and a whole other thing to women. And it just, when it was, it, I don't know whether it was I was going on a vacation or it was around Christmas and it was a holiday, but it was one of those two things. And I'm talking about it, and I'm talking about vacation, and all the women that I'm talking about vacation with are going, oh, oh my gosh, because vacation to other people means vacation. It means fun. It means rest. It means, you know, let's have a good time. And to women, um, if we ever get to that part, it's only after the multiple suitcases and the packing and the planning and the food and bringing the sheets and so, and I, when I started to think about that, I thought, you know, there are a lot of words in a woman's vocabulary that, because of our role in life, have taken on a different meaning for us than they do for the general population. And I wanted to kind of find a way to tweak that so we could get some of the fun back that everybody else seems to get with some of these things. You know, and I love it, too, because I was just looking at some of the words this morning, words that normally would think, well, what's wrong with that? How can that possibly cause me a little bit of stress or cause me to be unhappy, but we'll just take one of the words, for instance, that I just think is so funny because you're absolutely right. The word relax. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to pick that one. I just knew it because, oh my you you know, that word um, very often, as I say in the book, it's it's a you know, it's a relax, so, you know, just relax. It's time to relax. Well, yeah, that means one thing, unless it's kind of being used as a weapon. But, and sometimes it's being used <laughs> as a weapon by the people that we love the most who, when we're telling them, look, we have to do this or we have to go here or I need you to do this for me or the room needs to be cleaned up, and somebody will say to you, one of your loving family members, will you just relax and it's usually said in that tone. So it's not right, really exactly. meant as just relax. It's usually meant as leave me alone and get off my back. <laughs> so there's a subtext to that word that has come to mean something different for women. And what I'm trying to say to them, to women in general, is um, first of all, with that particular word, one of the ways to avoid people lobbing that in your direction is to be very, very clear and specific about what you need and when you need it. Um, and then when the, when the opportunity presents itself, yes, relax. Figure out what that means to you and make sure you fit some of that into your life so that that word becomes, has the meaning that it's intended to and isn't, uh, doesn't have that, that gut-clenching reaction that we all get when somebody in our family says to us, will you just relax? It's so, it's so funny because here's a part of your book, and as I'm reading this, I'm thinking that's, that's exactly how my husband looks at me and my kids sometimes. He said, uh, you know, they say words like you're insane, you're acting like a psycho again. Of course, the people <laughs> accusing us of being overreactive, wild-eyed nutjobs who make mountains out of molehills and stress everyone else out with our obsessive-compulsive demands that everything be done our way are the same people who will come running to us when everything goes to hell in a handbasket and expect us to fix it all. Until then, though, they want us to relax. Relax. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, is so, that is so true. That is so true. They're always telling us that we're making a big thing out of nothing, you know, it's no big deal, blah, blah, blah. But, man, the minute 
that something's going on in their lives that it seems to be overwhelming, who do they call? And, boy, do I know about this because I have four daughters, and they're all in that 20-something, soon-to-be 30-something or just made 30-something stage where they are somewhat self-reliant, but they still need that coaching at 4.30 a.m. in the morning. So, you know, I'm listening to this at the start of my day, and I want to tell them. Now I'm going to tell them next time. I'm not going to tell them relax. I'm going to come up with another word. Right. But, you know, when you think about all of that in terms of just the overall lifestyle that we as women have adapted um, as a result of responding to all the roles that we play, um, what made you decide to kind of get into the whole not ready for granny uh, parties or panties lifestyle? In fact, I want to make sure everybody knows that you have a blog called Not Ready for Granny Panties. What is that about, and what is the Not Ready for Granny Panties lifestyle all about? Well, you know, I came to that um, at a really challenging point in in my life. I was turning 50. I was originally um, a newspaper columnist. And then, you know, as everyone knows, the Internet uh, took the publishing world by storm, and the the papers for which I was writing were just dying off one by one. So I was turning 50. My jobs were drying up. Um, The economy was terrible. So my husband and I, who have a a staffing company, that was uh, in in really compromised uh, shape because of the economy. And I have a son who, thank God, is doing wonderfully well today, but at the time was struggling mightily with um, addiction issues and um, alcoholism. So I was just in a really, really dark place. And in talking to a friend of mine at one point, um, we were talking about things, and I said, you know, I'm I'm just not ready for granny panties. I'm not ready to get to that stage where I'm just sort of sitting around and, and giving up on things and kind of woe is meing. And I thought, wow, that's really a great name for something. And in the midst of all that, also realizing that I needed to hold on to some lightness and I needed to find purpose at an age when things were really transitioning for me in so many ways in my life. And I just figured um, through my writing and all, I had a, a really wonderful base of readers who shared things with me over the years. And just realizing that I was obviously not alone in that in that sentiment, that you know, when you get to a certain point and your kids are moving out and you're kind of wondering where to go next and maybe things aren't great, to me – Granny panties are a mental thing. It's the the panties that we wear on our heads. You know, what goes on down below is your business. I'm not (laughs) interested in that. But it's what we wear (laughs) in our heads. And that's what I thought I wanted to talk to readers about. And and how do you feel that the Not Ready for Granny panties movement or the NRFGP movement um, uh, and the book actually address women's issues. How does it move into that, women's health issues? Well, I think you really hit the nail on the head at the beginning of the show when you talked about how a lot of um, women's issues really originate with our self-talk. A lot of it um, starts, you know, they've, many, many studies have been, have been shown that stress is a huge uh, part of both our physical and emotional and mental health. And the way we operate as women, we take everything on for everyone else um, for, for decades, quite honestly. If you have a family, it's, it's decades. And there comes a point at which 
you not only are allowed to start to separate from that, but you should start to separate from that because your children and your family um, quite naturally get to a point where they can and should be handling most of their own stuff. You are not, um, through your entire life, uh, predestined to just be on call to everyone all the time. So when I started this whole not ready for granny panties uh, mantra, it was about addressing women's self-talk and their ideas of what their life was supposed to be at a certain age and yet what it could be, what it had the potential to be if you were willing to make some small changes that could really yield big results. And that's exactly the reason why I named part of the show How to Reset Expectations. Because many times it's not so much about resetting other people's expectations, it's about resetting our expectations uh, of ourselves. One of the things that I have learned finally at the age of 58 is that it really isn't about everybody else, it's all about me. <laughs> yes. In terms, in terms of my ability to make changes, I cannot change my husband. I can't change my friends. I can't change my daughters. I can't change any of that. I have to leave that to God. But I can change me. And many times when I have issues around what other people are doing, I have learned to turn, kind of flip the script, turn it around, and take a look at myself and see, okay, what is it that I need to be doing? Because it's a waste of energy listing all the things that are wrong with those people, you know, because I can't change that. But I can certainly change my response to that. I can change, you know, what I let into my spirit. I can change how I react to something. And perhaps I need to change some things about me in general so that I don't have to deal with those kinds of things. Maybe I'm a trigger. Who knows? But the bottom line is it really is all about you. And and you don't have to be afraid of that. It's a good thing to go in it, and reexamine yourself. It really is. And and actually, you, you just um, hit on another one of the dirty words for women. And one of those dirty words is change. We don't like change. When people mess with our plans, because, you know, I think we've been the keepers of of the uh, the schedules and everything like that for so long, and we have these kind of routines in our life. And when those things change or when someone tries to change that on us, we kind of have these panic attacks, like, don't mess with my plans. I have a plan. Don't mess with my plans. But, you know, change can be exhilarating, and we have to remember that 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 part of life can bring new opportunities to us, and we have to be willing to let go of some of the old things so that everybody else can live their lives too. You know, we're not doing our kids any favors by by being these kind of helicopter parents even into their 20s and 30s. You know, kind of be there, but be in the background and make yourself the center stage. You know, it's it's time for you to get on stage, girlfriend. That's what you need to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it requires and it requires change. Absolutely, and because I, when you said helicopter uh, parent boy, that really resonated with me because I'm afraid that I, I am still somewhat that, and my helicopter is rusty. The uh, little <laughs> helicopter whirly bird things are really giving out of steam, and I'm in a quick descent. <laughs> I just stop it. It's ridiculous, you know. So be that, let that go, and change how I parent. I, yes. you know, tell my clients all the time that um, one of the things that you change in terms of parenting uh, adults is that you become more of a coach because yes. they're going to do what they want to do no matter what you say. So you become a coach. You stop owning 
what's going, what they're going through and stop trying to figure out what it was that you did that contributed to whatever it is they're dealing at 31 or 32. Because yes. the reality is our adult children, they're living life. They're going through life. And the problems and concerns and issues that they have are in many ways very similar to yours. They've got tax problems. They've got cars that break down. They've got kids that won't behave. They've got husbands who are acting wacko. I mean, they've got the same kind of stuff that you do as adults. So to take that on and try to figure that out when you are still going through some of those same things yourself, that's crazy. But what you can do is give your adult children the benefit of your wisdom and experience and coach them about things that maybe they weren't willing to listen to when they were back as teenagers that now they might listen to, and then let it go. Yeah, exactly. And let it go. Exactly. And and end with the phrase, you'll figure it out. Because, you know, that's what we had to do. I mean, that's that's what everybody has to do. You have to figure it out. So, it's you know, by all means, be available to, to listen and, and recognize that truly that's your biggest role. I mean, it's listening because sometimes they just need to talk it out. And we, we know this as women ourselves. We like to talk things out. And very often we already know what course of action we need to take, as do our adult children. So, you know, you provide that listening ear, but you really hit it on the head. You don't own that stuff. You let it go, and guess what? It's time for you to start owning your own life. It's very easy for women to make excuses about how they were never able to do this or be that or, you know, take that class or learn something or whatever because we were so busy with our family stuff. And, yes, you're always going to be there, but it's not your problem. It's their problem, and they need to figure it out. And you need to take ownership of your own life. No, and I love that. That kind of brings me to another dirty word that women talk about all the time, and that's balance. How do we do that in a way where we're fulfilling realistic expectations and not this thing of actually trying to, you know, as you say, bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and never let it, never let you forget your man. (laughs) Do you remember (laughs) that commercial from all those years ago? Oh my gosh! Oh Oh, my gosh! Yes, I do. And then you have after that, you know, I am woman. And then in my mind comes Carly Simon's I am woman, hear me war with, you know, all that, all those things, all this, basically, we are just, we just got to sew together. We can do all of this stuff. And the reality is uh, that uh, we can do all that stuff, but it has a cost. Yes. And, 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 you know, I would go so far as to say, you can't do all that stuff, at least not all at the same time and no, not time. equally no. well every single day. And that's the whole point. Like to, to my mind, first of all, I say balance, it, it's, a, it's a complete impossibility. You will never achieve perfect balance in your day because think about your any day of your, any day of your life, anyone, and think about if everything was perfectly balanced in equal measures. It it never happens. And first of all, it would be boring. I mean, everything equal measures is kind of boring. But I liken in the book, and I think this is kind of a funny image, to balance as like a Macy's Day parade float, one of those balloons that goes down the street. You've got all these people <laughs> pulling onto it from different sides, and one time it floats to the left, and another time it floats to the right. But it's never quite in the center it's just not 
So we have to give up on that idea and recognize that, guess what? Balance is an organic thing that one day is going to mean one thing and one day is going to mean the other. The only part of it that you should never forget is to put some self-care in there. That has to be part of the equation every single day. But some days it's going to mean you get a whole spa day, and other days it's going to mean you get 10 minutes in the bathroom by yourself. So you, you just have to be willing to recognize that it's it's an organic thing that changes. And that is so true. Um, self-care, self-love, entering into that space is so critical when it comes to just maintaining uh, your uh, emotional health and wellness and your physical and spiritual health and wellness. Uh, I truly believe that if any of those components are off, then the whole conundrum of of your life, if your mind wellness is off, your body wellness is off, your spiritual wellness is off, then you're not well. And the whole goal is to, you know, approach wellness. I think we're always in a constant state of becoming. We're on a journey, and along that journey, we learn things. Hopefully, we embrace things that help us achieve better wellness. And, and that's what I think your book is really all about, because one of the things I like about your book, it's fun, it's humorous, it kind of gives us some aha moments, but you give us some activities to do to help yes. us recalibrate in terms of how we place these expectations on ourselves. And, and tell us a little bit about that. What are some of the exercises in the book that you have? Well, you know, it's it's all well and good to talk at people um, and to, you know, to sort of give information to people. But I don't think it's um, it really it can really sink in until you force people to look at their very specific situations and just say, Okay, now look, let's step back and look at your own life. You know, what? where are you spending um, most of your time, if we're talking about the word balance or if we're talking about the word change? Um, you know, when's the last time you had to change something that, that you thought at the time was a monumental thing? And how did that really affect your day? And sometimes when you pull back from those events, and you, you get a little bit of perspective on these things. And it allows you to, for the future, tweak what your response might be. Like if something goes wrong, okay, you know what? Something went wrong last week or the week before, and I wrote it down in the book, and it wasn't that big of a deal. Ultimately, I got through it and I moved on. So the exercises that are in the book are really about taking what's what comes before in terms of, as I said, talking at someone and, and hoping that they will transfer what's in there to specific situations in their own lives so that they can then sort of tweak their self-talk a little so that when the next time something comes up, they can go, you know what, wait a minute, I remember when this happened and it wasn't that big of a deal, so how can I approach this situation differently? And And consequently then, de-stress in the process. And I think that's so important uh, to have something that can help people kind of work through their thought processes. And, of course, now you want to make the time to do that. And that's the other thing is is making sure that we put ourselves on our own to-do list. Yes. Oh my gosh. Many times we don't, and you know, or or the list. By the time we get to ourselves, it's like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm sorry, I don't see how that's value added because by that time you were totally burned out and exhausted. 
but really giving some quality time to yourself to be able to read books like these and take the time to really get to know you. Because sometimes I think part of the uh, challenge we have is just getting to know ourselves as we age and change and, and getting to know who we are today versus who we were 15 years ago. Because guaranteed, you're not the same gal you were 15 years ago, not because you look older, not that, but because you've had life experiences and they have impacted you in such a way, whether positively or negatively, they've impacted you. And I think sometimes we need to take some time to kind of regroup and really just allow our minds to benefit from the breadth and depth of our experiences instead of putting them in our emotional closet and not even going back and taking a look at it. And this book, you know, the Women's Book of Dirty Words, really does help you do that. And that's why I I, I just love the book. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the blog, uh, where people can find the blog, and um, also where people can uh, find your book. Well, I will. before I get into that, I want to just say you're exactly right with what you just said. You know, reflection is not a, a word that we use often or often enough in this country mm. because we feel like we have to be busy all the time. So taking a little bit of time for that self-reflection without the guilt, you know, just sit down and spend 15 minutes a day thinking about you and where you want to go and what you want to try and do that without feeling guilty about it because you deserve it. I mean, geez, if you're still standing at this point after all these years, it's your turn. (laughs) Take the shot, you know, take the shot for heaven's sakes. Um, so, you know, you can find some of that wisdom and fun, just, just fun articles on the blog, which is uh, notreadyforgrannypanties.com. Um, and the, I also have a personal website, which is maryfranbontempo.com, which tells you a little bit more about the books and the whole Not Ready for Granny Panties mantra and way of life. And there's all sorts of other stuff on there, links to the books and things, which are all of the books are on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. And you can actually get them at the store. If you ask them, they will get them in the store for you at Barnes & Noble if you, if you choose to do it that way. Fantastic. And also, if you happen to be on the show page at all, you can go ahead and click on um, Mary Friend's blog. It says Not Ready for Granny Panties. It'll take you directly to her blog. Uh, you can also click on uh, the title of her book, and it will take you to her website where you can purchase the book. And if you click on her name, it also will take you to her website. Lots of fun information, lots of uh, great uh, encouragement and pause for thought uh, with a sense of humor, which is so important. I think laughing is important. The other day, I was um, kind of down the dumps, and I was trying to think, okay, what do I want to look at that can make me laugh? And some people don't find it funny, but I do. I like Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's a little sarcastic and a little over the top, but he deals with mundane, everyday situations and just kind of tweaks them in such a way that you have to laugh at it because it's so ridiculous. So that's what I did. And do you know, after I watched that for uh, a couple of episodes, I felt so much better. And all it was was just basically flipping the script and realizing that I needed to kind of sit down for a minute, relax, and watch something that was funny. So I'm telling all you listeners, feeling like you're down and you need to kind of flip the script, you need to stop, relax, and pick up the book after you've bought it. The Woman's Book of Dirty Words by Mary Franz the Temple. It will definitely give you a chance to think and ponder and also laugh. And I just think that's so important to your wellness. Thanks so much, Mary Franz, for being on the Wellness Journey Live today. And I, I just love this book. I really do. Thanks, Linus. It's always a delight. Thank you. And again, for everybody who uh, just tuned in, make sure you go back to the on demand section of our show page. 
there's wonderful shows there. And you can re-listen to this show, too, with Mary Fran Bukempo. And you can click on her name. It will take you to the website. And you can purchase her book, The Woman's Book of Dirty Words. And also, uh, she has another book called Not Ready for Granny Panties, which is also another great book that is full of wisdom and humor, the kind of thing that makes you want to carry it in your pocketbook and pull it out. Just say, okay, what does she say about this? You know? <laughs> and you'll find it as you're reading it, all these aha moments. That's why I love the book. And also I want to remind you to please visit me on my website at praiseworks.biz. And uh, usually on the banners I have stuff going on in terms of the different activities and things. We just got through doing a wellness woman spa weeks for like about, yeah, about five of them in the summer. Now the winter is coming and we're going to be doing something. I don't know what, but it's going to be all around chances for us to relax, rejuvenate, and re-energize our spirits. Um, don't forget also that I'm going to be on Periscope daily doing broadcasts on wellness for women and daily affirmations, usually in the morning. Just watch my Facebook page and it will be posted. And if you haven't gone to my Facebook page before, please go to I'm getting ready to hit a milestone, 5,000 likes. It's taken me a while to get to that point because I just haven't been thinking about telling people to like my page. So like my page. Uh, Google Praise Works Health and Wellness Facebook, and, and it will come up. And go on and like my page if you haven't already. Uh, there's all kinds of great tips, tools, and techniques that will help bring you to wellness for your mind, body, and spirit. Don't forget to follow this show so that you can get announcements as to when new shows are up. Also, you can follow us on iTunes. Um, I'm on iTunes. The show is also. And uh, for Twitter, for those of you who like to tweet, tweet, I, my handle is at Periscope. And, um, I'm sorry, at PraiseWorks. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and find out even more information about the things that you need to be thinking about, the things you need to do to stay well in your mind, body, and spirit. Again, thanks so much for joining us on this particular episode. I look forward again to having you on the show. We'll see you again next time. Thank you for joining us on the Wellness Journey Live with Lennis Woods Mullins. We hope you have enjoyed our show and look forward to the opportunity to share with you more information that will help you along your journey to total wellness for the mind, body, and spirit.